Uh, Daniel, one one word reaction, real quick. Knoxville buffets per capita. Welcome to being old. Just sitting there next to the Twinkie machine, slapping hands down. He's got some connections, and that man is already in into some kibble somewhere. He ghosted himself, Daniel. How is that possible? We also, by the way, we we just described a seance. Which... This podcast does not have a position either pro or con seance. Just in case you're out there, we don't want to offend any group that might be anti-seance or pro-seance. Take the fishbowl out of your throat, please, as well. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. We are back after a little bit of a break. These once a week episodes, Clint, they're really, I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about this? I don't it's like just, them. It feels, it's been too long. It, you're probably out there, listeners, saying to yourself, no, it's been about the right, it's yeah. been about the right amount of time. Right. <laughs> It's not been it's not been too long, uh, but for us it's been too long. So um, we got a full episode today. We're glad you're with us. Um, we got a bunch to talk about and uh, want to update you on our plan of recording moving forward. So we're gonna switch back to two episodes a week beginning next week so next right, week people. you can we're expect back. two more episodes we're back to our regularly scheduled programming it's not just during football season that we're going to be here two times a week we know that it is officially mm-hmm. the dark days of football it is officially the countdown to g-day is is well underway um uh, and we don't need you we, we're not trying to make you walk that alone right? no we're here we're here with you we're we're here with you and we're here to try to to try to give you some some things to think about as it relates to the football team, but also to give you some things to think about as it relates to the Georgia basketball team and some other uh, items of interest Correct. in and around the Georgia program. So uh, we'll be here the whole way. Next week we'll be back to two episodes. Real quick, want to cover the things that we are not going to talk about in this episode. Because there's been some news that everybody out there is going to hear about as this recording comes out. Uh, and we are aware of it, so we're not going. We're, we're letting you know we're not oblivious to these things that are happening. Okay, uh, we just know that we don't have enough space in here. Uh, so there's a couple things. One, uh, late breaking news: thirty minutes before we started recording, we found out that Jim Cheney is out as offensive coordinator at UGA. Uh, Daniel, one one word reaction, real quick. We're going to get to this later in the next episode. We're going to dive deep dive into it, but real quick. Mm, can I give you a f- four-word reaction? Yes, you may. Knoxville buffets per capita. Wow. I mean, do you think he has more stipend for for buttered and fried things than he has any other line <laughs> item in his budget? Yes. Yes. Okay. I believe he does. Yes, he does. Uh, we will talk about Jim Cheney and his decision to uh, make... To, to accept a demotion. Correct. Uh, this is by no means a lateral move. This is a demotion. Um, we will talk about that next week uh, on the show. We want to, yeah, like Clint said, we want to give a little time for the dust to settle. See, um, before we begin to speculate, we don't know if Cheney's the only coach that we'll be losing, if, if there are more. Uh, we don't know when hires will be made, if there's more to come. So we will have plenty of thoughts to weigh in on on that. We're going to let marinate a little bit. Another thing we won't be talking about in this episode is the decision of current UJ players to either declare for the NFL draft or come back for a senior year. Right. Uh, I believe everyone 
has now gone on record. Is that right? <laughs> There's nobody we're still waiting on, right? There's no one we're Every, still waiting on. Everyone has either declared to go to the draft or declared that they are coming back for next year. Uh, Clinton and I have opinions about which of those matters the most, which of those is the most important. Uh, and again, that's a subject we will get into next week on the podcast. So tune in for that. Um, it'll be there. It's a long off season, people. We can sp- we can space this stuff out. Is what we're trying to say. We can talk about all of it and get to it when we get to it. So we're going to talk about all that next week when we'll be back to two episodes a week. Uh, this week uh, we are going to talk about two things. We're gonna we're gonna jump into a little Georgia basketball. And then we're going to talk about uh, some New Year's resolutions for correct cur- current UGA football players. Uh, it's that time of year where uh, you you set goals for yourself, where you make resolutions for yourself. Uh, it's that time of year where you look uh, in hope for what might be to come, uh, and and we just maybe have some. We'll call them strong suggestions for some current UGA football players of what they might choose Correct. as their New Year's resolutions. So we're going to go through some of those and talk that out um, as we look at goals for the 2019 season. So Daniel. Is that, is that good? Is that, That's great. Does that you sound did, good? You okay. did it all. That's, yeah, you hit it. I did it all. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did it. Yay. Uh, All right, I'm done. I'm out of here. You take the rest of the podcast. All right, great, guys. Welcome to the Clinton Clinton podcast. No, we're not not doing that. Uh, I'm going to pass it on over to my man, Clint. That'd be awkward. (laughs) Daniel. I'll have to listen to that for an hour. No, you would not. Uh, No, No, I would not. You're right. I know. That's why you're here, Daniel. Uh, Okay. Where should we start? You lead us. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna jump right in here, and I'm gonna go with a player, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna come out swinging because I think that's what we do on uh, this well, podcast. We need to, Daniel. I don't know if you understand. We're doing New Year's resolutions because you don't make a resolution to diet when you are fit <laughs> and in shape, Daniel. You make a resolution mm. because you are woefully, inadequately out of shape. And I because think Texas, because Texas kicked your teeth in. Because Texas came in and Bevo rammed his horn up someplace and yeah. said, "I own you." So can we? Can we real quick though, Clint? <laughs> before we get into the resolutions, we hadn't talked speaking, about this. <laughs> speaking of teams that got their teeth kicked in, yeah. How much were you smiling on Monday night? Hey, so hey. By the way, I'm I. I'm going to take a moment and toot my own horn because I love to, and I don't care. This is, you know what? You can toot your own horn when you have your own podcast, people. How about that? Okay. That's right. That's uh, right. Let us, hey, let us know. We'll listen. We'll listen. I, podcast when we you will. We'll, yeah. we'll be there. We're friends of friends. Uh, hey, right. remember that one time I said Jalen Hurts, or I'm sorry, not Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavailoa was, was a horrible, bad, awful quarterback, and he was going to get exposed and mm-hmm. and I got pushed back by all of America, who disagreed with me collectively. Collectively, uh, mm-hmm. s- sup Tua, how you doing, bro? What 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 happened? What, what happened? What, I thought he see was what. The... See what had happened was I, I was I was going to throw it to my man down the field. I mean, in that first quarter, client, that first interception, Kirk Herbstreet. Oh my gosh, Kirk is couldn't... just dri- just dribbling couldn't praise get a... of Tua. Yes. Couldn't get over he himself. Threw that, he threw that ball before his wide receiver even turned around out of the break. Do you have any idea how hard that is? Yeah, we do, Kirk. We see it all the time in football. Literally, we see it it's every... It's called quarterbacking. Every football game, we see it. Guess what he did the next throw before his wide receiver turned around to see the ball? Well, he hucked it downfield right into the arms of a safety. By about 10 yards, and the safety just started running. It's like, oh, okay, that, this is oh, for me. this Great. thing. I'll... Oh, that, yeah, that was his second interception. Correct. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Tua was average. Uh-huh. Do you know why? Because why? Tua 
is average. There we go. That's that's there reason. it is. I was wondering what that that thing that that they mm-hmm. call in football. I think it's skill. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what they. When you don't have much of it, you become mm-hmm. average, or you're always average. Thing. Yeah. So Tua, what's no, up? Now look, I'm not saying Tua is not. You're exaggerating for the sake of I making am. the point. I, I get I that. I'm making a point. I don't think either of us think that you know Tua is not worse than Felipe Franks. Oh, sorry. Yes. When oh, I say awful, not, horrible, I'm I'm having a little bit of fun. Not, he's not Felipe Franks. No, he's not. No. He's not Jared Guarantano. Oh my gosh. These soon to be groomed by Jim Cheney quarterback. Uh, that's <laughs> but Tua's just an average quarterback. He's just a dude, guys. He's just a dude out there in a jersey who happens to catch the hike. Just a guy. Just a dude. Just a guy. I can't wait till the next 2019 NFL mock draft comes out. That's oh what I'm waiting gosh. for. Or 2020 or whatever that year is. Whatever the, yeah, I guess it'd be the 2020 it's 2020. Because the yeah. 2019 draft is about to happen. Right. It's already 2019. Jeez. Welcome um, to being old. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I can't wait till the next 2020 mock draft comes out. Because if, if McShay still has him at number one, I just... There's some big time exposure. The oh. best quarterback in that game was Trevor Lawrence, and it was not even remotely close. Jalen Hurts was but the second best quarterback in that game. He probably was because he didn't throw he an was, interception. He, he was, was over three. busy getting trucked by Ross on the <laughs> sidelines after he came out of bounds after making another circus catch. Yeah, uh, he's just <laughs> popping Jalen one in the chin. <laughs> Knocking his helmet off his head while he's standing over there on the sideline watching his watching his best friend and confidant just go deuce the bed out there. Golly, um, Alabama got annihilated. Yeah, they did. Um, and, and you know what? Was it was it because they have an awful coach? Just again, just to clarify, was it because their coach just can't get it done? Was mm. it because? Mm. Because I mean, I saw a fake. I saw a fake field goal. Hello. In that game, was that is that Hello. because is that because the coach is not worth anything, and we should hire Mark Richt instead of him? Oh, gosh. Is that oh, gosh. is that what that is? Is that because he can only recruit and you, not coach uh, in the big game? Mark, Florida I mean, fans, what do you have to say about Nick Saban? Florida fans, is that why, why, why you got to play that game on Mark Richt, man? The guy's enjoying retirement, Daniel, and you got no. Pull he's him not. Back. He's he's on his way to Athens right now, about to be hired. Oh, that's right. I forgot. As, I forgot. As the official health and wellness consultant for whoever our next offensive coordinator is, that's that's going to be Mark Rick's title. <laughs> Mark Rick's just just sitting there next to the Twinkie machine, slapping hands down. <laughs> just, that's right, passing out Caesar salads. Just try this instead, Jim. Uh, no, uh, Alabama got annihilated. And listen, I know there was some. I we we had some friendly banter with some folks on Twitter and I know some of you out there are probably cheering for Alabama. You know our feelings on that. Yep. Um and how dumb that is, but but regardless, I hope even if you believed that Alabama winning was somehow good, was right. better for UGA than Clemson winning. Even if that was you, hopefully you at least got some joy oh. out of watching Nick Saban and this team absolutely get it handed to them i watched this game daniel with an alabama fan don't do not ask me okay this is still like listen i don't do not you heard it me you do not ask him me no don't ask me how (laughs) these these things conspired against me okay i'm not a proud person about anything but i watched this game i watched half of the game with an Alabama fan uh, and and to silently sit behind Alabama fan mm. as this was happening mm. as as Nick Saban uh, lets the clock run out while he has timeouts in, in, in his pocket half. in the first half and to mm-hmm. just sit in silence mm-hmm. with the deafening silence of the room oh my gosh mm. oh my gosh was it glorious I'm not as much mad at you for watching this game with an Alabama fan, but I think we can all agree. What is this Alabama fan doing with his life uh, where he's willingly watching this game with you, Clint? Yeah, uh, again, 
I I because could only tell you the circumstances that all of this transpired in that's a, Portland. That's inexcusable. An Alabama fan, fan from Alabama in Portland watching this game with me, and he knew what what I was too, and he knew what was going on. This was this was bad all the way around. But yes, you should take you should take joy. And real quick, hey Dabo, man, you good? Okay, I I got nothing but just, love for you, Dabo. You just good. Just don't go to Alabama when when Nick Saban gets gets tired of doing this just don't go down but just stay at clemson we're fine when nick saban gets uh you know stuffed like one of those animals you Mm -hmm. hunt and then hung on the wall or Mm -hmm. just currently hung on a wall somewhere kudos by the way this always makes me feel good kudos to classy alabama fan base on twitter uh calling for nick saban's job yeah after this game kudos to you alabama fan You, you know what Sometimes, and I'll admit this, Georgia fans, I hope you feel, listening to this podcast, I hope you feel the same way. Sometimes it's a little tough to be a Georgia fan. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because, and I don't mean the gut-wrenching losses. Okay? We can all deal with the gut-wrenching <laughs> oh. losses. Oh, that's not what you're I talking about. I don't mean about. that. Okay, great. No, I'm talking about sometimes some people who claim to be Georgia fans can be some ignorant. Yes. Ignorant SOBs. You know yes, what I'm saying? Let's just let's just call it what it is. Uh, it's nice to see another fan base and go, "Oh, okay, we're fine." Okay. Oh, this is right, n- this is normative. Cool. It's fine. So the so the Georgia fans calling for Kirby Smart's job after the SEC championship game, that's cool because when Alabama loses a national championship after winning 102 out of the last 104, right? Whatever they've won. Uh, Alabama fans are going to stand up and say, fire Nick Saban. Yeah, Just, that's... Come on. That's absurd. Come on. Uh, okay. We're back. Let's We're get, back to Georgia. <laughs> let's get to it. Okay, real quick. So, New, New Year's, Year's resolution. Re- New Daniel. Year's resolutions. Give me, give me your first UGA resolution players. of a current I'm, UGA player. Who you got? I'm pumping out of the gate with Zamir White. Yep. Zamir White. Let's talk, bro. Let's talk. He is your boo, New Year's. New Year's resolution. 2019. Uh-huh. I want I want twelve hundred yards. Okay, Zamir White. I don't want you tiptoeing onto the scene as a freshman. Here's what I want. Here's what I gave you: twelve hundred yards, so that we could quantify it. But I want you to make Clint, me, and every one of us listening to this. I want you to make us forget that Elijah Holyfield ever existed. Mm-hmm. That's what I want from you, freshman mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Okay, Elijah Holyfield. You're not gonna hear me say a bad word about him. No. Go get go make your money, son. That's fine. That's fine by me. Zamir, we know who you are. No. We do. You, we know. We do. We know you're not we know you're that dude. Okay? So I want you to come in here. I want you to rush for twelve hundo. And I want you to make us forget that there was even another back that we hoped would be paired with DeAndre Swift for the two twenty nineteen season. Love it. That's what I want from you. Love it. Uh, who you got out of the gate, Clint? Where are we going first? Fine. Let me let me join you in in talking about oh. someone that has not suited up yet for okay, a game then. for UGA. Okay, then. I'm okay. going with a redshirt freshman. You going with another I'm redshirt going freshman? Nope. Nope. N- no. Nope. I'm going with a man who is not old enough to vote yet. Probably. Who just rolled onto campus or is not even there? N'Kobe <laughs> Dean, what's up? Okay. N'Kobe. <laughs> what's up? I look, said, I, I knew you were going here first. Look, it's just look, dog nation. What do you want this man to do? What do you uh, want this man to uh, do in 2019? I, well, I I have a goal for him, and I don't I don't say this lightly, people. I don't say this lightly because if you, I asked Daniel before the start of the show, uh, I watched the All American game for one reason and one reason only is to watch Nicobe Dean hit a man, and mm-hmm. he did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicobe Dean, I want you to come on campus. I want you to not only crack the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. you to be in the top three on this mm-hmm. team in tackles mm-hmm. next That's year. Awesome. I want you to be top three in tackles for this team because I need you to. Because if you're doing that, you are everything I thought you could be uh, and more. I am Nicobe Dean, just uh, fan base president right here. Get get to it, son. Give me top top three in tackles next year. Good gracious, top three in tackles. Yep. 
Mm. Yep. That's um. That's something. Oh, that's I'm sorry. I go go do it. You think you think this kid's not fast enough? Not not. Oh, I think he, instinctual I think he's enough. It. He's he's got it, people. I know it's linebacker. It's SEC. I get all of that. I really do. I understand this is a big ask, but I also understand. I I've looked at our linebackers and it was a constant yo-yo of a season and i look at this kid's talent and i know he was playing against high school kids uh but he is by all measures everybody raves about this kid and how big of a kid he was i know it's a big ask but hey we're doing new year's resolutions okay daniel here's what here's mine you want to talk about tackles let's talk about tackles oh oh here we go <laughs> what or, or or lack thereof which one are we talking about i'm talking about i want to talk about Someone who I want to make some tackles. Okay. Uh, Channing Tindall. I need you to forget that no Kobe Dean ever existed. I need you to lead this team in tackles next there year. There we go. That's what I need from you. I need 2019 to be the year of the sophomore linebacker. Channing Tindall, I'm looking at you. I want you to lead this team in tackles next year. Do you know who led this team in tackles this year, Clint? I, uh, hey, Daniel, who who led this team in tackles who was it, Daniel? There was Richard LeCount the third. Richard LeCount the third. Is he? No, wait. He is he a linebacker, Daniel? No, he's not. Is he a free safety, Daniel? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yes. Do you know who's second on the team in tackles? Uh, is it? Is it old? Is the guy? The guy that stands right next to him. Oh my god! Jr. Reed. It's Jr. I. Good golly. Our two safeties were one and two on the team in tackles. This is embarrassing, people. It's truly embarrassing. Clint, listen, I'm not asking for Roquan Smith to rise from the dead. and He's not dead. He's going to be the kicker next year for the Chicago Bears. True or false? <laughs> Roquan Smith will be the kicker, the starting kicker for the Chicago because Bears. Because Roquan is going to murder the current kicker and then take his job. Already has. You just yeah. haven't read about it yet? Because <laughs> hey, Roquan is going to cover that up. It's Chicago, Chicago real, Ro- y'all. They got concrete Ro- there. They got Roquan's people pouring got some connections. He's got some connections, and that man is already in into some kibble somewhere. He is. Uh, listen, Boss Bailey is going to block every kick for the Chicago Bears next year, and Roquan's going to make every kick for the Chicago Bears next year. Don't at me. Don't, Don't at, at me. me. Listen, I'm not asking for Roquan Smith reincarnate. There we what go. What I'm asking for is for a freaking linebacker to lead this team in tackles because that's what we need, y'all. That's it. That's what we need. That's it. Monty Rice was third on the team in tackles. Channing Tindall, you can't mess with that. You no. got to go past Monty no. Rice and assume the I role need you to be top. of the yes. of the alpha inside linebacker on this team. Yes, go get it. Go. That's what I want from you. I want you, know you to what, lead this team. In you know, Tindall, we believe you can. We believe you can. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. We are all behind this you. Is I the love the year of Dean, the sophomore but, linebacker. Yeah, well, we're going to have Dean's fine. He good. Kobe Dean's fine. Nolan Smith is fine. He good. But this is the year of the sophomore linebacker. All okay? right. I like it. Uh, hey, speaking of the aforementioned Richard LeCount III, you know what I... Oh, you got something for him? I got something for him. <laughs> because look, Richard, I was an apologist for you. I defended you, man. You did. I gave you my snack pack. <laughs> okay. I shared lunch with you at recess. I don't know what that means, but that's... I let you come over and watch WWF Raw when your mom wouldn't let you, okay? You were... you were, We were bros, all right? What'd he do to you, then? What'd he do? He, he, he went out against Texas and just, just decided he don't like hitting nobody. Just decided... Well, he, he liked hitting people. It's just that when he did, it didn't really do nothing. He said, I'm coming with everything, and turns out it's nothing at all. So, Richard, here's what I need you to do. I don't need you to lead this team in tackles. Okay. Nah. I need you to lead this team in tackle percentage is what I need from you next year. Okay. I, I don't want you making many tackles, but I want the tackles you do make to be nearly 95% of the time you put arms on somebody to, I don't know, there's this thing I believe they call in tackling this technique. It's called wrapping up. Never never heard of it. No. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah, Richard hasn't either. Richard, yeah. I need you to learn that your arms can move up and down and can grasp like a hug motion. It's very simple. You've hugged a, you've hugged a person before, unless you weren't hugged we by assume. your mother. I, I mean... 
That could explain a lot. I could actually, we could have just cracked this case <laughs> wide open. Uh, you don't carry around a bat because your mom <laughs> hugged you a lot. I'll tell you that right now. No. You don't. <laughs> you no. don't. Mother was very nurturing. That's why I carry around this bat all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, uh, well, that's not a story you hear. Richard, if you need some counseling, we know a guy. All right. We, yeah, we got you, you bro. Uh, but you need to lead this team in in tackle percentage, tackle successful tackle rate. Uh, have Don't have missed tackles, man. You're a free safety. You're supposed to be the last line of defense. Mm. That's your job. Know your job, man. Let me hop over to the offensive side of the ball for a minute for us, Clint. We've okay. been talking about tackles far too much. Mm. Um, Bama got shellacked in the national championship game. Can we bring that up again? Yeah. But there was one area of the game mm. where they got everything they wanted every time they wanted it. And mm. do you know what it was, Clint? Did it stand out to you as much as it stood out to me? What's that, Daniel? It was short yardage situations. Oh, that that thing. I'm going to talk to the the University of Georgia offensive line for a minute, if I could. Please. And as a unit, the vaunted, much accoladed, highly 24 regarded 7 sports, 24-7 sports is basically already retiring your jerseys. Correct. Right now. They've given you so many, so much acclaim. Um... You need to fix this third and fourth and short situation that we have on this team, this, offensive line. This conundrum, this this quagmire. I need our percentage on third and one and fourth and one yeah. next season to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 85%. Yeah, we do. That's what I need. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you need to fix this. You're too good. This, you, if you're the offensive line of the University of Georgia, if you're the coaches of the offensive line of the University of Georgia, this has to be your offensive or, or your off-season area of focus. All right? So that's my resolution for you offensive line. Look, you're, you shored up the pass pro as we uh-huh. moved into the season. Your Man, run hey, blocking was l- phenomenal. Real quick, let, I'll give you accolades for that. Well done, guys. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Wilson is growing into a, a legit tackle. He is. Ben Cleveland, if he can stay healthy, we know what he can do. Gosh. Uh, we've got dudes that are going to step in at center. I'm not worried about center. No. Uh, and we and look, we got we got Sally and Thomas just anchoring the left side of the line all season long last year. Yeah. Uh, but you got to fix this this third and short. You're bigger than everyone. L- okay. Literally every single person you go up against in any you're game, bigger than them. you are bigger than them. Guaranteed. You got to push them back. Yep. You got to push them back on third and one, fourth and one. You got to fix it. You have to fix it. All right. I'm going to stay on offensive side of the ball. And look, I'm making a New Year resolution on this podcast between Daniel and I. Uh, oh, I did not agree to this beforehand. I well, I, I said I'm going to. I'm oh, okay. going to. All right. My okay. New Year's resolution is to not talk about the aforementioned previous QB2 of UGA. Okay? I, I don't even know who you're referring to. Great. Good. Now, I, I prelude that because I'm going to talk about QB1, Jake Fromm. Mm, okay. Okay, then. Jake, I love you, bro. I Again... I do. That is not that is not me convincing myself. I believe you are the best chance we have at winning a national championship. Okay? You're my boy. But what I need you to do is is take a semester abroad next year. Okay. Okay. This spring. Go over to England. Let's not do it in the fall. No, not the fall. <laughs> just, <laughs> just for a little bit. Or over spring break, take like a missions trip over to England or something like that. Okay? Uh, or any country in which you have to drive on the left side of the street... Because okay, interesting. I want you to complete forty percent of your passes. I'm just I'm I'm asking for less than half. Forty percent of your passes. I want to go to the left side of the field. That's okay. I'm not even asking you to complete a certain a percentage of those passes. I just want you to attempt forty percent of your passes to a side besides the right hash. You need. You just want the ball to travel left. You don't even care if it's completed. I don't care. I don't care. Just, just want some, show just... the defense. Put something on film that they go, oh, he does throw to the left. 
oh, they, they, they could do that dig route, and he could read to the right and not take that, not take a sack, do his progression, and get to the dig going to the left. Fascinating. I had no idea where you're going with this trip abroad, <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Just semester abroad. I thought you were. I thought you were honestly. I thought you were going for some sort of a scenario where you get used to oncoming traffic, like coming right at you, <laughs> and you don't freak out, and and, and you don't run you backwards, don't just five fly yards. down on the field. Yeah. Uh, no, I want. Uh, I want to open up the offense to the left side. Okay, Daniel. You want to talk about QB one? I want to talk about QB two for a minute, if I could. New QB two. True QB two, my man Dewan Mathis. Hey, 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 Stetson, take some, take some uh, offense to that, okay? I don't care. (laughs) That's fine. He could, okay. Sorry, his great mustache still. Um, Dewan Mathis, listen. Here's what I need from you. This is this needs to be your 2019 New Year's resolution. I need you to study the crap out of that playbook this year. Okay, because because you got one year. You got you got one year. Is it okay, my man? My man Tua ain't draftable material. Nope. Know who is draftable material? Jake Fromm. My man Jake Fromm. Okay, so uh, Dewan, mm-hmm. we got a year. We got a year, bro. Mm-hmm. I need you. I need you. Listen, in Athens, there's a lot of distractions. It's not New Orleans, but it's it's basically New Orleans. I need I need your head in the playbook, okay? I need you to learn it. I need you to know it because I don't want this to be the case. But I'm afraid that in 2020 it's going to be your show, uh, and we're going to be we're going to be rolling. It's going to be his show. Mathis show. It's going to be his show. So I need you to I need you to take this year, yes, and take advantage of it. Duan, look, we uh, you're going to find two avid fans of you in Daniel. And oh, I. big fan. We, big fan. Uh, oh my gosh, I've seen this kid's tape. Uh, you don't get ranked as a pocket passer and a dual threat passer in the top 10 in the nation and not have me be a fan, okay? So yeah. uh, this kid's talented. He comes with a little bit of attitude. Uh, he's kind of the anti-Jake Fromm. You know, Jake Fromm's quiet, fishing, mm-hmm. wakeboarding, mm-hmm. and, and do that thing. Dewan Math is just, just calling out people on oh, day one. I don't one. hate a little bit of attitude. I don't hate no, that. No, I don't hate that no, one bit. I, I kind of I like it. Uh, give me some hot and cold um to it and uh i I like the fireiness so man yeah just just study study that playbook study that playbook just just show up to class okay just get attendance checks they're not gonna flunk you if you just show up all right bro (laughs) just please don't don't get like academically ineligible or something like that just my goodness that's just that's not officially a university of georgia policy just in case you're listening to this you're like sure. some sort of academic registrar sorry like let me i that's have no a... information no inside information that that is anybody's handshake agreement i am not breaking Clint news is, okay, Clint is not in no way affiliated with the university <laughs> no. or its faculty no correct uh all right who you got next where, where uh, are we going next this is gonna be it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little weird, Daniel. Okay. Okay. I need all the weird, wide... like weird, like weird, like. There's no statistical analysis. I like my statistical analysis. I like numbers, but there's no quantifiable way I could measure this. Okay. This is more of a, this is a more of a mentality. This is more of a headspace mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need every single wide receiver to go down to the local mattress store, <laughs> pick you up, pick you up a twin bed. Head on over to Mama Holloman's house and just camp out for the next year and and just sit at the feet of Mama Holloman and get pep talks every day just, before you go to practice. I couldn't disagree with you more, Clint. There's there's a very quantifiable way to measure whether or not that happens. Well, well there's no statistical analysis of, of relationship onto the field that can can see if it was Agree to disagree on that on because, that point. Because Mama Holloman, if she just took her Twitter feed and just said it to you in person before you went out onto the field, wide receivers, uh, you would you would have your head in the game. You would make catches you were supposed to make. You would not drop balls mm-hmm. in crucial situations. Uh, and we also we also need you to. There's no room for for error on this. Okay. 
Uh, we're going to get to it in the next one. But guys, who who wants to catch touchdowns at UGA next year? Go ahead, raise your hand because yeah. uh, you're going to have your chance and you need to be ready and mentally focused and prepared. There is no deep breath. Watch somebody else. You're not our boy Duan who, who gets to sit for a year and study. Uh, the time is now. And you no, know, it's time. It's time. Yeah. So go show me, Bush. Go show me, Landers. Go show me, JJ and uh, D-Rob and all the rest of them. Go show me you guys can play. Get your mind right. Get ready. Get psyched. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to jump back over to the defensive side of the ball for, for a minute if I could. Clint, you familiar with the movie The Lion King? Oh, great movie. with the film? Yeah. Uh, there's a moment in that movie. It's a real kind of dramatic middle of mm. the movie mm. where Simba can't really... He's, he's, he's lost himself and he can't really figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then, you know, his dad, James Earl Jones, starts talking to him from the clouds. Right. And do you remember what he says to him? In that Darth Vader, in his Darth Vader voice. Give it to me. Uh, he he says, remember mm. who you are. Mm. That's what he says. Okay. Tyler Clark, can we talk for a minute? Because 2019, listen, other other people, I'm, I'm out here throwing out stats and lead the team in this and have this many of that and I need you to fix this problem. Tyler, I don't need any just I don't need you to think about any of that stuff. No. Okay? I don't I don't need us to even concern ourselves with that sort of nonsense. No. Here's here's what I need you to do, Tyler. I just need you to remember who you are. Mm. I don't know what happened to Tyler Clark, but but he was gone the second half of the season. He wasn't David Marshall concussed and injured. Good God. Okay. Right. He he wasn't Ben Cleveland walking around in in a cast. Nope. He was trotting out there every day. It's just that when he trotted out there, he didn't do nothing. He ghosted what himself, happened? Daniel. How what that happened possible? to Tyler Clark? Tyler, I need you to remember who we all know that you are. If you need to maybe just watch The Lion King a couple times. Oh. Just just do whatever it takes in the off season. Stare into the flame of a candle, <laughs> if I could suggest. If I could make a suggestion. Do, do so do so by moonlight outside where there's clouds. Maybe one will roll past. Listen, we're not here trying to create any sort of a seance and where we speak to the dead. I'm we also by the way, we we just described a, a seance. <laughs> <laughs> that was shot for shot. The description of a seance. But this podcast does not have a position either pro or con seance. Just in case you're out there, we don't want to offend any group that might be anti-seance or pro-seance. The podcast is completely Switzerland when it comes to the when it comes to the topic of seances. Seance I. What is the plural of seance? Does anyone know? I don't know. I don't know the plural of seance. Here's what I know, Tyler. Just, just. Just, just figure it out. Just figure it out for all of us. Okay? I don't know. Daniel, why did you, why did you feel obliged to defend your stance on seance? Look, I don't know. Sometimes it's 2019, Clint. We live in very heated, charged times. You're right. You never know when you're going to step on somebody's toes. It's true. We you never know where, like, the like the, the seance movement is going to come after this podcast. Like, how dare you... De- we could be censored by the de- Seance Coalition of America. the good name of the seance. That's true. Uh, uh, wow. Listen, I'm just saying, Tyler Clark, make a tackle or two. That's all. Oh, just a gosh. TFL. Give me a, give me a TFL. Um, uh, all right, last one. You got All right. You got any more? Is that is that your final one? I got I got I got one more. You got one more. I got I got one more. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I have one more. Uh here's my new year's resolution. 
that I want. Brenton Cox, I'm talking to you. Okay. Bring the music down low. Get some some mood lighting. No seance candles. It's getting weird. It's getting weird already. I I want I want Brenton Cox and I to feel like we're the only people in a room for a moment. Still weird. And I want to tell you, Brenton Cox. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna refer to a movie. It's not The Lion King, it's not animated. But it is a little girl being told by her caretaker. You is smart. You is good. Okay. Britton Cox, much like Daniel just had a a heart-to-heart with Tyler Clark, I Mm. want you to realize you were a highly regarded animal beast (laughs) of a edge-setting outside backer slash D end. I want you to lead this team in sacks next year, Britton Cox. Okay. I want you to get on the field. I want you to look at Adam Anderson. I want you, here's what you do. Day one of spring camp, I want you to look every single fellow edge rusher in the eye. I want you to tell them, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Back up. Back up. This this is my area, and I will be hawking down quarterbacks and running backs for TFLs and sacks and hurries and putting the hurt on people. All day long in the backfield. Uh, because, Britton, if if you're doing that, if you're leading this team in sacks, it means a lot of good things are happening. And that's I, I love Adam Anderson. Nolan Smith is going to come on. is going to wreck havoc. I, I believe that. Uh, but, Britton, you're a special type of player. You have freakish measurables and athleticism and strength. Uh, I need you to lead the team in sacks next year, brother. Yeah, my last one. I'm gonna piggyback right off that. I said it. I said it uh, early in this conversation, and I'm gonna say it again. 2019, we got two of the best linebackers to ever sign at Georgia are coming in this Correct. year. That's not disputable. No, it's that's it's factual. Just based off of high school rankings, two of the best linebackers to ever sign at Georgia are gonna be true freshmen this year. But this ain't the year of the freshman no. linebacker at Georgia. This is the year of the sophomore linebackers okay. Okay. at Georgia. And sophomore linebackers, I need 10 sacks out of you. I need 10 sacks this year. They're going to get it, Daniel. Out of you. They're going to get it. Channing Tindall, Brent Cox, Robert Beal, Hello. redshirt sophomore, Adam Anderson, uh, Aziz Ojolari. Uh, Quay Walker. Mm-hmm. Listen, the sophomore linebacker class is deep, right? There's 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 some dudes in there. Oh yeah, and I need ten sacks out of them. Okay. Okay, that's uh, that's not a ton to ask, but that's what I need to have happen. We gotta replace. Uh, we we got to up the production in terms of rushing the passer, and the only guy that could rush the passer last year was DeAndre Walker, and he's gone. And so we we need a lot from that group uh, if we're going to have the season that we hope we're going to have on defense. Yeah. All right, those are our New Year's resolutions. If you have, if this conversation has sparked some New Year's resolutions for you, we'd love to hear from you. You can let us know. Your if you have New Year's resolutions for Georgia players, uh, we'd love to hear it. And if you want to do a cease and desist on our seance talk, hit us at legal at talkingdogspod.com. We'd love to take mm-hmm. your inquiries there. The Yes, that would be intern executive producer Michael, I believe, is also head of legal. Oh, I, that, I, well, I, didn't, I didn't mean he doesn't know it yet, but yes, he will be fielding all inquiries for seance, cease, and desist. That's, that is correct. He will, be, he will be mitigating between the pro and anti-seance parties uh, as they host their annual rallies in Las Vegas and Tampa this year. 
Also, real quick, uh, Las Vegas and Tampa. Uh, also, go ahead and any legal season assist for that dig. Go right ahead. That uh, wasn't a dig. It's just just it's where they it's where they host the rally, Clint. Um, uh, let's get a little basketball talk here at the end. Um, did Georgia win last weekend? I wasn't. Hey, I Daniel, didn't even did, barely remember the you, game. Was there a was there a bet put down by two podcast hosts for the cover? Of the Tennessee UGA game, did we do that? Oh, that's right, we did. I thought that, I thought that cover was solid. Man, we came out and looked awful. We looked we just so bad. Daniel. Looked so bad. Um, I don't need to say any more about that game. Listen, George no. fans, I don't have to. I don't have to say this. If that game gave you the ammunition that you need to go, well, Georgia basketball sucked. Georgia basketball sucked. That G-Day coming up. I don't know what I'm going to do just G-Day because Georgia basketball. If that's you, uh, number one, just maybe quit smoking. It's not It's not great for you. It's not like you can clear up that. Take the fishbowl out of your throat, please, as well. Yeah. Um, but also, just shut up. Just shut up. This week we got beat by the number three team in the country on their home floor. Are they good, Daniel? And Are they good? That's what happened. Yeah, they, yeah, they're good. they're good. Yeah, they're real good. So that's what happened. We got destroyed, yeah. and it's fine. Uh, which brings us to this game. Uh-huh. Wednesday, if you're li- chances are, uh, hopefully you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday. It, it comes out on Wednesday. Uh, if not, then this conversation doesn't really mean much to you. But tonight. Uh, Wednesday night, Georgia basketball hosts their first SEC game of the year. We host the Vanderbilt Commodores, uh-huh. uh, who are coached by uh, a 17-year-old, I believe. Is that <laughs> is that accurate? That that kid, Bryce Drew. I don't know what. I think he's. I don't know. He's just he's on a work release, like he's on a high school, like he's getting out of he's getting high school credit. Uh-huh. I think for uh-huh. coaching uh, Vanderbilt. Um, do you have thoughts and opinions on this game, Clint? Yeah, the line's out, and Daniel, we're favored by two in this game, and uh, two, two and a half is what I saw. Oh, that's gross, Daniel. You don't like being a favorite, Clint? Hate being a favorite coming off that loss, uh, with the team where we're at right now. Can't stand it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough being a favorite. Um, it's, I mean, Vandy, Vandy's a good, Vandy's a decent team. They're, they had one big egg. They had one big egg that they laid this season. Uh, they lost to Kent State at Uh home by two. Um, other than that, they've got a win over Arizona State and, um, and their other losses are very reasonable. They beat USC on the road. And they they lost to NC State, who's a, who's a fantastic team. They lost to Kansas State at, at Kansas State, um, and and they lost to Ole Miss at home on Saturday. So that would be the only loss I would say that you could really point at and mm-hmm. go, okay, Georgia maybe should be favored in mm-hmm. this game because Ole Miss is is probably not a great team. Uh, so that being said. Clint, are you looking to make a are you looking to make a wager on this game? Are you looking to uh, place a bet well, on this game? Uh, Talk if, to the good people; they trust you. Yeah, if I was making a bet, it's not going to be a a fan favorite bet because Ooh. I'd be betting Ooh. for Vandy to cover. Wow! If I were wow. to make a bet, but that's not a lock. That's not a bet. I'm just saying. <clears throat> what I would do if I were to do it. Um, Clint. Stone cold blood bank lock. Here we go. George is going to cover. Wow. This this, this game. Home game. Sure. Okay. The crowd is going to be there and they're going to be loud. You hope. I know for a fact. Okay. The crowd is going to be there. Prove me wrong, UGA. Because be I, I want you guys to fill that, that arena out. I really, really do. Uh, it's, it's first SEC home game. Vandy's not a great team. Okay? 
They're they're led by Riley Lachance, who is a twelfth year senior. Uh, I believe he and Hunter Renfro came into college at the same time, and somehow they've both still managed to hang around. They're on their third doctoral degree or something like that. Right. Um, Vandy Vandy is not a great team. Uh, they lost their kind of their all world uh, freshman. Mm-hmm. Early in the year, Vandy was going to be a really formidable team this year. They do have some some upperclassmen. Their best players on their team, for the most part, are upperclassmen. They do have one freshman that's still uh, that's still playing well for them. But and so I'm not necessarily saying that the environment is going to affect Vandy all okay. that much because they've been in Stegma before and they've been on the road many times in their careers but the environment is going to affect Georgia mm. is what i'm saying uh and we are going to play angry and i think honestly i just think Tom Crean and everybody else knows what we've said on this podcast before several times that this game is a must win game it's very difficult as a team who has no hopes of making the postseason it's very difficult to have your backs against the wall in January Ugh. in basketball. Ugh. But that's the situation that Georgia finds themselves in right here. Because if we lose this game, we're going 0-6 yeah. to start the conference. Yeah. And 0-6 sucks. That's not... 0-6 and, and you start talking about, oh, okay, we're going to finish last yeah. in the conference. Uh, so we have to win this game. We have to win this game... Uh, and I think Tom Crean knows it. I think the players know it. I think we're going to come out uh, much, much better than uh, than we did last year. Or than we did last game, I should say. Okay. Uh, gosh, Daniel, I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. Because if not, oof, it's rough. I can't. No, it's not not good. It's not good. All right. Well, that, I believe, that is all we've got for this episode. Uh, Is that accurate? Late late breaking news. Just got it on the update as we're recording. Uh, UGA has declined to match the offer from Tennessee for Cheney. Uh, So it it is official now. Just got that across the wire. I thought I thought it was official before. Well, apparently they had a chance to to match it. They declined it. He will be one of the highest paid offensive coordinators in all of college football. Um, great, good on you, Tennessee. Good on you, Tennessee. That's it, Daniel. I got nothing um, else. This just in. Also, Riley Chance doesn't. He graduated last year. So no, he doesn't still okay. play for. Well, that's good, Vandy. That's good. His knees are that's real it. torn up, though. After twelve years his, of playing college basketball, his, his knees are are real torn up. Um, uh, that's a lock. Bet on Georgia to cover. Go to the game if you're anywhere near Athens. Please, this team needs you. Uh, and we will be back next week. Two episodes twice a week, people. Next weekend, and we've got we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Lots and so lots. We will talk to you then. See ya.